Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, Bills Mafia? It is Friday, February 12th, 2021, and this is your weekly Bills Flash Briefing. Some big news out of Houston this morning. J.J. Watt, we've been talking all about him a ton over the last couple of weeks as a potential target for the Bills. Well, he was still on the Texans roster until today. Both parties mutually agreed to go their separate ways. J.J. Watt was set to make $17.5 million this year. But instead, the Texans release him with no dead cap penalty, which means he'll become a free agent and the market for J.J. Watt is expected to be quite fierce. According to DraftKings, the Bills have the third best odds of any team to sign J.J. Watt at plus 1,000. The two top teams, according to DraftKings, are the Pittsburgh Steelers, plus 400, and the Green Bay Packers at plus 900. Let's be honest here. J.J. Watt. His brother plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers, TJ Watt. And I think that the possibility of teaming up with TJ is probably very appealing to JJ Watt. But here's the thing. We talked about this recently on the Shout Podcast. The Bills are probably positioned alongside the Chiefs as the two top powers in the conference moving forward. They have a a MVP caliber quarterback in Josh Allen. They have a lot of weapons on offense and they have a lot of pieces on defense. And I know that defense didn't play well against the Chiefs. You talk about Tredavious White, the safeties, Ed Oliver on the interior, Star Latulale coming back, and a young linebacker, whatever you think about him, Tremaine Edmonds is a two-time Pro Bowler. So it's going to be interesting to see how the pursuit of J.J. Watt goes. I put up a story on New York Upstate Syracuse.com just now in terms of how the Bills stack up against other teams. So go check that out, and that will give you a little bit of insight into what this process is going to look like. In other news, big headline on the site today, John Feliciano uh, appeared on the Tim Graham and Friends podcast uh, this week, and he said, I don't see myself going anywhere despite being a free agent. That is some big news because I feel like John Feliciano is sort of the first domino that might fall when it comes to how this offseason is going to play out. Here's a little bit more of what Feliciano said on the podcast. I love Buffalo, and I know how they feel about me. I'm going to stay optimistic. And I don't like change. Honestly, when I think of next season, I see myself as a bill. We'll see what happens, but I think both sides want the same thing. So it's just a matter of time, I think. You know, that's great news. Obviously, the Bills have two big pieces on their offensive line that they have to worry about. Daryl Williams played at an all-pro level. He wasn't voted as a second-team or first-team all-pro, but I thought he was definitely in the mix. And he's going to be somebody that the Bills probably want to lock up because those bookends, Deion Dawkins and Daryl Williams, they were so consistent and so good in big moments all year long. 
John Feliciano offers them flexibility on the interior. I thought he's probably their best run-blocking guard, maybe their best run-blocking offensive lineman. And I think whatever happens with John Feliciano then kind of shifts the focus to Mitch Morris, who's under contract for two more years, but the Bills can save some money if they were to cut him, or maybe even if they want to restructure Morris, bring him back on a new deal, maybe push some of that money down the road. We'll see what happens there. But a cool thing for Feliciano to come out and say this stuff, because everybody knows he's a he's a Bills Mafia fan favorite. So we'll see how that goes moving forward into the rest of free agency. Big week on tap next week. We are going to start diving into a lot of different parts of this offseason. We will have our big top 50 free agent targets for the Bills, and that's a Bills-specific list. So you could probably search right now on all the different platforms and or different websites and find top 50, top 100 free agents. But you know, you're not going to see Dak Prescott in our list. You're going to see a very Bills centric list, and that's going to be out sometime next week. We will also have the cut candidates. We'll talk in depth about all the cut candidates and then the uh, Bills free agents. I think the following week, we'll start diving in to the potential Bills free agents and how the, how things are shaping up with those gentlemen. My good friend, Ryan Talbot, will be back on the Wednesday show next week. I am Matt Perino. If you would, head over to YouTube. Find our YouTube channel. It's buffalobillsonnyup.com. Subscribe. And if you're listening on our podcast platform, thank you. If you want, leave a review. We appreciate you guys subscribing and supporting us. Have a great week, and we will see you next week.